Okay, so finally, welcome to our latest Cisco Geekcast. Um, hey. I'm Arthur Will, and we're here to talk about the Deadpool movie. I know it's long in coming. We've had some uh, scheduling things, so let's just do a quick roll call real quick, um, and we'll get right to it. To my right. Oh, all the way to the right. It's, mm -hmm. You got Ronald Wong here. Scott Wynn. And Kai Chen. So the people that are missing here, we're going to call you out, okay, are obviously the voice of the ignorant masses. You know who you are, <clears throat> Nick Choi. Um, the other angry Asian guy that we know who usually is here but uh, is not, uh, Anthony Vu. Uh, and Artie Patel, you should have been here as well. So, um, And I think Doug, unfortunately, I don't know if he caught the movie, but uh, you're Mr. Nice Guy, so it's okay. <laughs> so anyway, the, the four of us will carry on. We're going to have a, probably another podcast soon in about – another four weeks once we all watch Batman vs. Superman. Ooh. But let's focus on Deadpool first. This all right. the smallest podcast group we've ever had. Yeah, that's true. No, it's okay. Yeah. No, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Core quality. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, right. let me kind of uh, kick it off real quick to provide some background on Deadpool, and then um, we'll go from there. So in case you didn't know, first appearance, 1991. I actually bought this issue from the stands. So it was a, a very enlightening experience for me back then, and then now to see it have so much uh, visibility once again, like 20-something odd years later. Mm -hmm. uh, but written by, written and drawn by Rob Liefeld and Fabian DeCiza, um, he was, uh, you know, appeared in New Mutants, actually, 98. Um, 19, you know, this was when I was, me and Dot were in high school. Okay? Right. So uh, this is back when they sold a lot of those issues uh, in the stands. Um, and he just appeared as a character who showed up uh, when Cable was running the New Mutants, uh, the junior X-Men, so to speak, and he was there to hire two kill cable. But anyway, the character showed up. I don't know what the longevity of him was at the time, but he was supposed to be sort of like a, a, a jokey character per se. Think of Spider-Man uh, without the moral values, right? More of a wise-ass. Um, but, you know, he started off that way. He was definitely also a play on the DC character Deathstroke the Terminator, because you know, as the two creators talking about it, they were saying, hey, you know, this guy looks like Deathstroke from DC. So instead of calling him you know, his name, Deathstroke's name was Slade Wilson, so they called him Wade Wilson to kind of play on words and have some fun with it, right? Um, you know, Deathstroke is obviously a very, very serious character. He's very, very hardcore badass. Um, Kai will appreciate this. He uses 90% of his brain power, which gives him enhanced intelligence, speed, and agility. Yeah, because that's who power. Exactly. <laughs> due to um, enhanced surgical procedures and things like that, from what I understand. So that's why he is a, not somebody to be trifled with in the DC universe. <laughs> but that's something we can talk about later on. Um, Kai loves the movie Lucy, by the way. He's more than a play, though, right? He's yeah. a legitimate ripoff. Like, yeah. fully acknowledged oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, and they acknowledge it. Yeah. They do acknowledge it. So I actually just realized, realized that the first appearance of Deadpool, I wasn't even born yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. Oh. So, oh, my gosh. So, you, you, Deadpool's older than you. My yeah, gosh. Okay. Deadpool's older than me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, there you go. Um, yeah, let's move right along. Okay. So, here's some, a couple of quick hit stories. I can send this up to you guys later on. I'm not going to read it. But here's some, you know, people are asking, like, what should I read, you know, in preparation for the, the story? And I, mm -hmm. I crypt this from a site. It was actually quite good. So, classic Deadpool. Um, was they had, they had a couple of uh, limited series they collected them in paperbacks, uh, just, you know, had a couple of adventures with the next characters. You really start to get the sense of who this wise-ass character is. He, you know, he's an assassin for hire, but he's not really a total bad guy, but not really a good guy either, sort of in the middle. Um, these are really good starting stories. Uh, start to establish him a little bit more. He did show up in X-Force a few times, another X, a few X titles over the years. Um, in the early 2000s, he really started to pick up more uh, under uh, the creator, Joe Kelly. So he wrote an extended run of this book. He really built out his supporting cast. So I think um, 
Vanessa is one of those characters um, we saw in the movie, mm-hmm. was picked up in this run. Um, what, was his, uh, what was the character's name in the movie? His sidekick, his partner. Bob. Uh, not Bob. Um, T.J. Miller plays him. Shoot. What was his name? Yeah, the bar owner. Uh, yeah, the bar owner. Let's call him T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his character, right? He's basically T.J. Miller. Yeah, he's playing himself, right? Not squeaky or something like that. But anyway, he, I think a lot of the, the supporting cast was here, but he had a lot of adventures in this book, and Joe Kelly is, is credited to built up Deadpool a lot more than the original creators, because the original guys, they just wrote him for a few, a, a little bit, walked away for a while. Then they came back many years later to do a few stories, but um, Kelly here really put a lot of foundation on the character, right? But he was still more of the Spider-Man-ish, Spider-Man-ish wise-ass character, right? Um, now, I think later on in the, the late 2000s, around 2008, 2009, that's when he started to become really more of the, the nutty character we know today. So he's actually evolved. Right, right high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. So, great. Um, uh, uh, there you go. So, um, no, you're not allowed to talk again. Exactly. So this is where he started to really become more like almost a parody character, a fourth wall breaking character. Um, definitely more R-rated, um, you know, in terms of violence and, and um, you know, inappropriateness jokes and things like that really, really started to push the envelope more. Whereas everything before, it was still relatively PG-13. This is where, at least under this guy's um, tutelage, uh, Daniel Way, this creator, he became more of that type of character. Hmm. Uh, so they've had tons and tons of books over the, the past nine, ten years. I, I actually cannot count. There's so many miniseries and series of different takes that it's insane. He almost has as, almost as, as many books as Wolverine. And that's saying a lot, right? Is it is it the case that when he started to become this way that he actually gained popularity? Yes. Really before started, then he was he was, a, he was pretty popular, but I think he was a respected character. Yeah. Okay. And then this really pushed him into like yeah, he was a unique role. Yeah, because no other character played Deadpool in the way that apparently Daniel Way wrote him. Yeah. Well, was it a, a day and night change, or was it a no, change? no, no, it was a gradual. gradual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, admittedly, I haven't read a lot of these. I mean, I've read snippets here or there, but um, you know, once he became that kind of parody, jokey, fourth wall breaking character, then all these other writers, you know, were able to write stories about him and do all these crazy nutty things. So some of them were in continuity, some of them were not. And some of them were kind of like, okay, it's up to you if you want them to be in continuity, mm-hmm. uh, because they're really off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is another uh, book where um, X-Force. So X-Force is a, a team of militant mutants going after the enemies first, um, in short. Uh, this is one iteration of X-Force where there was a very, very militant team. Uh, this is about four years old. So it was, um, you know, Deadpool was a part of it with Phantom X, Psylocke, Wolverine, and then um, one of the characters in the back, I, I don't remember. Um, but he was sort of like the comic relief on the team. Still deadly, still very jokey, still a wise-ass. Um, but this team was very definitely PG-13R rated. Um, definitely, you know, a movie that would definitely would have to be more of a closer to an R rating. Mm-hmm. So if you hear about the stuff when they're talking about X-Force, they may lean on this version of X-Force a bit more because Ryan Reynolds said, my next priority is X-Force. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, ooh, maybe it's this version because mm-hmm. this is where Deadpool came from, right? Um, and then, you know, they want to slot Cable in as well. So we'll see. But um, this is another run that's, that's worth reading if you're, if you're curious. This other one, uh, last one, I don't know exactly. Um, I've never read it, but um, I've heard some interesting things about it. Um, you know, this is starts to get starts to have really ridiculous adventures. He's fighting zombies. He's fighting weird alternate universes. You know, again, breaking the fourth wall. So, again, there's so much material on Deadpool that it's hard to name a couple, but I think these five are actually a really, really good starting point. So in case folks are interested in 
here you are. Mm -hmm. So with that said, why don't I go back to, let's just go back to the first one because I think that's always like the most iconic. Hmm. We'll just leave it there. Um, let's talk about the movie, right? So I know there's not necessarily a lot to talk about per se, so I think we can approach it from a different angle. I've got some thoughts on it. Um, I can lead us off if you want. Um, yeah. Otherwise, sure. if you want to yeah, take yeah. that. Yeah, sure. So the, I think the movie, I'm glad it was made. Um, kudos to the, the studio maybe either backing off or just not understanding things um, that, you know what, we'll just let Ryan and them make their movie, whatever, okay? And they struck gold. Uh, amazingly, and I, I'm actually still surprised to this day where they've earned so much money um, during this time of year that um, it's amazing how much legs this movie has. So I look at it as um, there was a lot of stuff in the trailers that the movie was so short and small uh, and lean that you almost can't help but give away a lot of the stuff because the only way to promote it was the show stuff. But if you show stuff, you're almost giving everything away because the movie is so short that there's not a lot that you can, you know, hide per se. So a lot of the stuff I remember seeing in the trailers, I'm like, okay, darn it, I've seen it in the movie. Um, but it's okay. It didn't, it, it didn't really influence my enjoyment of the movie. It was pretty much exactly what I expected. Yep. Definitely some parts I was like, wow, <laughs> they really pushed the rated R sequence there. <laughs> they went, you know, to certain things. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> They're really, really pushing that. Um, but, you know, overall, I think it was really well done. I, I do, um, you know, there's different versions of, of Deadpool um, that you can present. I like the way they use the X-Men. I like all the, the parody jokes, the in-jokes. Um, and, you know, when I was reading reviews, they're saying, like, you know, not every joke uh, hits and lands. And I thought, you know what, that's okay because that's in line with the character because Deadpool runs at the mouth. And he's just throwing stuff out there. And they're not supposed to all land. Yeah. So it's almost sort of like self-fulfilling, right? It, it's, it, the jokes are not meant to land for you to be entertained as, a, as an audience. They're supposed to illustrate that, hey, this guy just nonstop. Stop, stop, talks. Keeps going and going and going. And uh, not everything's going to land. But the point is, he's always running off of the mouth. Um, and I like the fact that they, they really um, poke fun at that. They poke fun at Green Lantern. <laughs> they poke mm -hmm. fun at his previous... Uh, appearance in uh, the Wolverine Origins movie. Yeah. Not a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was really good. Ryan Reynolds was really good in that movie, um, one of the, the, the actual bright stars. But um, I guess the, the way I want to approach the, the position of this movie is, the first thing I thought about is, okay, are the lessons we're going to learn from this success going to be the right lessons from the studios? Because all of a sudden, when you read the news the week or two afterwards, everybody's sort of like, Oh, is rated R superheroes yeah. the way to go? And then you hear about the the producers of I mean, Batman vs Superman. Oh, we have a rated R cut for the DVD version of this movie that will be released. Uh, and we were thinking about it anyway. It's okay, and, 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 and that's no, real. It's, it's real. It's real. And so there was this huge, yeah. huge, you know, uh, uh, like moves suddenly shift toward. Oh, okay, you know what? We're gonna do rated R superhero yeah. movies, just like you said, right? But Wolverine, you know, the next Wolverine Yeah, the Wolverine, Old Man Logan, you know, based Wolverine movie. But, I mean, I can't remember who wrote this. I might have been the director of, uh, of, of Deadpool, and he was saying... Um, Tim Miller, yeah. Yeah, right? And, and he was saying, you know, Hollywood is going to get the wrong lesson. They're going to learn the wrong lesson yeah, yeah. from Yeah, I think I read the same thing. You read the same thing? Yeah. yeah. And, and they were saying it's not because it's rated R, because it had, you know, like, um, you know, ultraviolence or whatever. It's because... It was authentic. It's okay. what the character was all about. Appropriate for the character. James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. I think he did the, the, the director of Guardians. He yeah. said, yeah, right. guys, you know what? Fox, and he was not calling them out, but it's like, you guys need to learn the right lesson here. Um, and then all of a sudden you hear all these news like, oh, we may do rated R superheroes because they earn a lot of money. 
and look, we can make every character dark, and, and you know, we can just throw in like nudity and gore and extra violence yeah. and swearing, and, and that'll be great. See, it worked for Deadpool, right? We've earned a lot of money, and you know, the the optimist in me knew that Marvel Studios would not go there, and you know, thankfully, you know, they put out statements like, "That's great, guys. We congratulate you, but we're not going to do that." Mm. Um, I'm not very confident that a studio like WB or Fox are necessarily going to learn that lesson. Um, I hope they will, but I'm not confident that they will. Um, and judging by what you know, Zack Snyder and them said about B versus you know Batman versus Superman, it's like you didn't have to tell us that, right? If you you know wait till the movie's out first. And then when it's about time to release the, the, the DVD, then you could have said, mm-hmm. oh, we have an R-rated cut for this movie as well that we were thinking about. Otherwise, you, when you announce it now, you come off as a follower or you mm-hmm. kind of come off as, oh, yeah, sure. You know, you're just bandwagon jumping, right? Yeah. So for me, the, move, the importance of this movie is not so much of it being made, but what are the lessons that people are going to take moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, in a nutshell, my thoughts. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I liked about the movie was that it didn't do the traditional story arc of, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds or, or Wade Wilson, right, right, plays this normal guy. They do the origin story. They, 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 or they, they didn't start with the love story. Somehow he turned into, you know, the, right. uh, Deadpool, and then he goes through the story arc to rescue her. They kind of flipped it on his head where they, they, they started with it, you know, right into the action, him going, killing a bunch of guys, <laughs> and which actually – Rewinding here a little bit, they, they jump right into that scene that got leaked, yeah. that got leaked into the public, and that really set the the ball rolling for this Deadpool movie, which I think is another interesting point because, I mean, I've never seen a movie get started like that before. I've never seen a movie get started because of a one leaked scene and then get funded through that. I think that was a ball, ball effort to some degree, too, because they're acknowledging the sort of origins of how it got catapulted. So, but do you think that was intentional then? I do. Yeah. Absolutely do. Yeah, I mean, I think it can be a nod, but the way that you structure a movie is, I mean, the overall actual arc of it is no different than the traditional hero story arc. Sure. I agree with that. Too. And in fact, um, I was I was a little bit disappointed in the fact that they followed that. Because, hmm. you know, you they, they structure the actual process of telling the story a little bit differently. Yeah. A lot of movies do that. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Deadpool went through your traditional hero storyline, which is, you know, he he's this really uh, prolific bounty hunter, you know, this befallen with cancer, and then revives the Deadpool, battles his enemy, saves the girl, and then happy ending. You I, know? And I sat there, I'm just like, you know, with my very little inexperience with Deadpool, and even how the movie played out in general, Deadpool is traditionally a character where you have a lot of endings that are a little bit morally ambiguous. Hmm. And this one, besides the fact that they kind of shoehorned that whole discussion about, which I still felt like it was a little, that was like probably the most disingenuous part, which is where the Colossus and whoever the other chick was. Megasonic Teenage Warheads. Yeah, exactly. Mostly Colossus sitting there and saying, hey, you can be a hero. You can let, it's a nature versus nurture argument. You can either let your past define you or you can let your actions define you. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, that seems so forced for this character because everyone already knows what they're going to do and everyone knows how Deadpool is going to react anyway. So I felt a little bit underwhelmed and I felt like that kind of ruined it a little bit where it's just like, hey guys, you should still kind of pretend that Deadpool can be a good hero when really he's going to be himself. Hmm. And I had a little bit of trouble with that. Interesting. Well, Colossus was being true to his character. Of course. I, I have no problem with that, but 
I felt that you could have been true to his character without having that forced conversation with Deadpool. Because Deadpool even himself almost made it seem apparent to the audience, like, yeah, Colossus, I, I really don't care. <laughs> I, I took that in a lot different than you did. I actually felt that, that um, where, where you may be absolutely right that everybody knew exactly where it was going to go. Uh -huh. I feel like they did that knowing that everybody knew anyway, that it would be a shock to Colossus and maybe not to anybody else. But that's part of sort of the comedy of the movie. Is that you know they they're they're basically you know putting an exclamation point on the whole thing by putting it there and, and also the fact that they couldn't afford all the um, X Men <laughs> yeah. was the the perfect foil yeah. Yeah. for for Deadpool because sure. like you were saying sure. Arthur, it's, it's true to his character he's basically the big gigantic yeah. Boy Scout yeah that's the right X Men because you put Wolverine with it and yeah. be like oh yeah let's go kill things yeah right? Right. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, right. and so uh, I don't think it was forced I think if if they didn't have Colossus go through that it would almost be a betrayal of his character watching mm. Deadpool go through all that. Well, yeah, I just felt like he could have, it's more like Colossus could have just been more vocal about what was wrong and less about, it just, it was like that kind of that, almost that fatherly vibe. Uh, show me, not tell me. Yeah, where it's just like, Colossus can still communicate his discomfort with everything that Deadpool's doing, but he doesn't have to sit there and constantly remind Deadpool, hey, there's still a chance that you can be a good person. Well, he kind of is a father figure in the movie in a lot of ways because one, he's the older version of Colossus. Second, he's the only voice of any kind of reason. Sure. In the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. yeah. Not even you know Negasonic, who's no. a good X-Mentor. I mean, it, 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 I, I almost feel like it's it's. I validate what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's a matter of how you take it. In. Of course, of course. A preference. Yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 And that's and that's the way that I took it. I took it little. every time you opened yeah. his mouth. I took Colossus comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah. playing the straight man. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. In every comedy, you have the straight man, you have the bad guy, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And you made a good point about um, what was it? Uh, shoot, forgot. Darn. Ah, I didn't It it was um oh the leak footage. Leak footage. Yeah, yeah. I watched Leak footage. I'm like, wow, it's it's a neat CGI scene, but it's nothing that is like so spectacular that we haven't seen dozens of times in like video games or the media. Sure, sure. So I, a part of me is like, really, this was the this is the test test footage that convinced those executives that oh, I've got to let these guys do their movie. I, I'm like, but here's okay. the thing. I think a lot of it has to do with timing. Perhaps well, yeah. Remind me, what, what was the timing? Like, what, why? Did well, so because they they just had a teaser of Deadpool in the in the Fox version of X Men, right? Because they had they had Ryan Reynolds in the in the it was the third no it was the, in the Origins movie. Yeah. No, 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 Wolverine Origins? Not Origins. Days of Future Past. Days of no, 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 no. This is no, the original. This is the older one. Oh. Like it was Origins. It was Origins. Yeah, it was Origins. Origins. Yeah. Where you see you see Ryan in supposedly the Deadpool character. And then he ends up being the abomination that you see in the yeah. new movie, right? And so people are like, oh, like, whoa, Deadpool is a potential character in the movie universe. And then Ryan himself got a taste of that character, knew that it wasn't really that great of a character. And someone had already written that least footage. And so here you go, here you go, triggering the fans of, of Deadpool, yeah, who follows the comic book right. universe, and they're like, wow, there's a very good chance that, well, maybe not a very good chance, but a chance that Deadpool can have its own movie, because... Why not? It's such a unique character. Yeah. What other character in DC or Marvel has this fourth wall Looney Tunes type right. finance vibe? And Ryan wants to do it. And then we have character. a character, we have an actor like Ryan who fits so well into right. it. True. And so you have it being pushed from both sides where it's like the casting's a no-brainer. And then you have people who support it in the leak footage in your fan base. 
where Marvel is succeeding with a lot of its movies that it was doing. It's like, hey, we actually still have the rights to Deadpool. We can still do this. Mm-hmm. And so for them, it was almost like a, they, they only needed the checkbox to say, go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. You know? It was almost, you know, I wouldn't say it's written for them, but all the pieces were there. Yeah. They're all there. Right. I just wonder about what pushed the executives to really like I, it. it I don't. I don't think it was necessarily the quality of the of the test footage. Right. Which I think it was great quality. Yeah. It was the fan reaction. It was. There yeah. was such right. a huge reaction. Yeah, there's so many other movies that had great fan reactions. It's like, like eh, what? Do it. You know, over the years you've had other genre movies that start, stop, start, stop, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're gonna do this. Oh, we're not gonna do this. And then you're kind of like, but oh. behind Marvel, I could have swore back in the day. You know, back. You know, maybe a few years or decades, like people have been wanting movies to happen. And yeah, like, movies with a lot of hype. And I, and, and I, and I agree. I, I don't think that just because there was this test footage and all this hype and all this stuff guaranteed Deadpool to be good. But because it, there was so much passion, not just from the uh, uh, fans, but also from uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds, like you said, the writer himself, they, they all believed in it. I think everyone was just convinced that, like, well, yeah. and and Marvel at that point was in good standing. Yeah, they were. They were great standing. I mean, yeah, they had just released a bunch of good, great yeah. movies. So for them, it was yeah. it was a why not? They they saw these pieces and said, look, we have a passionate actor, we have passionate writers, and we have passionate fans. What else could you really ask for? Sure. When you're in good standing. Sure. I, I part of me is, and this is a, this is funny. It's coming from me. Like the cynic in me is kind of like I don't think the executives knew what they had, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know what? Ah, everything looks okay. Just go do your movie. I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I, think, I don't care. I think I actually I believe that this was a risk they were willing to take. It's like, ah, you know what? We, we screwed up on Fantastic before, but you guys seem to like you really want it, so just go do it. I don't get it at all. Go ahead. No, right. matter of fact, this movie to me proves that most Hollywood big wigs and executives really don't know what they're doing. Of sure. course. Because sure. when, you, when you push movies that break the traditional pathways of how movies are made, produced, and what decisions are made, um, the ones that you know do really well are the ones that are um, honest, and yeah, I think yeah. this was an honest movie. Um, rated R doesn't have a lot to do with it, and I think no. that more than anything, it was the timing. It wasn't even like you said, the quality of the trailer. No, Deadpool as a character is at an all-time high. Yeah, as it was, and the fact that you know they they didn't see that. I mean, the the the, te- the footage that was leaked was already taken around and shopped across the studios, and it was turned down. It was leaked as a last. My understanding, and I guess uh, Ryan Reynolds had been in interviews where they asked him about it, was that it was a last-ditch effort on their part. Yeah. They're not admitting to it yeah, because it's still legal. Yeah, he sued out saying, oh, it was 70% yeah, me. Exactly. But it, it was a, absolutely a tactical effort, mm-hmm. and the fan reaction was, was high. And every fan had the same inhibition, I think, as everybody else was that Deadpool could be a great experience if they do it right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so when I went into the movie, my always concern is, can the hype because sometimes fan hype is so high yeah. that it doesn't translate to the actual movie. Sure. And I remember, like, sure. Snakes on a Plane. Many, many years ago. People can see that. Right. Well, but no, see, the idea was huge at Comic-Con and all the conventions and, and media. Oh, there was God. a lot of media. I don't know if you remember that time, but there was, you know, San Diego Comic-Con was one oh, of it. There was all this media, but nobody showed up for the movie. But nobody actually showed up to go watch it. Now, this, is not, this is not about the quality of the movie, but there was so much hype that nobody even... You know, the hype was more important. I felt like it was more ironic. I think ironic hype. So that's why when I was looking at this movie, I'm like, I hope it's not just a bunch of people showing enthusiasm, but they're not actually betting with their time and money to go see it, regardless of the quality. So it wasn't purely a quality thing. It's like sometimes fan reaction or fan feelings are so fickle that they get get ahead of themselves. So that, you know, you might put out a great product, but then no one comes to see it. I I do feel 
though, that this was uh, a unique perfect storm. The perfect storm. Um, even if you throw up things like snake, I think snakes on a plane. I think Samuel Jackson gets that kind of reaction. Sure. Yeah. I think that one carries. Yeah, I don't different. think it's a good analogy. I, think it's well, well, I can't different. think of any, but well, what's nice here is that not only do you have the the nice pieces falling in, but this is also when Marvel fell into the hands of the Disney marketing machine, right? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like this movie could have been successful, but it wouldn't have been nearly as successful if it didn't fall into the parent company that is Disney, because Disney almost gave it the Star Wars treatment, where it just embedded Deadpool everywhere. Well, okay, I, I heard I heard the opposite. Actually, I heard that the marketing department for uh, Deadpool was actually really ragtag, like actually yep. very oh, very okay. little funding. Oh, okay. But but, but the marketing was amazing. For it, this movie. But but they did very simple things. Like I don't know if you saw like the the billboards that they did, yeah, right. you know, uh, um, and like the little like uh, Valentine's. Like yeah. I, I sent this out to all of you guys, right? The Valentine's Day right. poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. reference. All this, yeah, uh, all this social media. Stuff that they did. All right. It didn't cost very much because they, they didn't have a very big budget, but it was genius. It was brilliant. Yeah, they it didn't really cost almost anything because um, I believe Ryan Reynolds has said too that they basically took an organic um, marketing approach to it and because they didn't have the funds. I mean, right. they okay. made the movie on like $58 million. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing for yeah. a movie in Hollywood today. Sure. Especially and, given how much CG was yeah, yeah. for this trip. He basically took the costume with him mm -hmm. and they just shot stuff kind of ad hoc in right. a lot of ways. Yep. And um, and if you think about it, they really didn't have anything else besides those one-off random public service message type right. things. Sure. They even had that uh, Halloween yeah. when we're out in the park with the kids. That probably didn't cost them anything. Yeah, yeah. but they're well, so clever though. The marketing absolutely so clever. Well, that's spot on extra because uh, it's in character. Right. And you're selling the movie. The premise of the movie isn't even the plot. Yep. Yeah. The character. It's, it's, character, it's all sure. one-off right. breaking. The Super Bowl spots were ridiculous yeah. but yeah. funny. Yeah. And the marketing was amazing in this movie. And that's why to jump into the movie, I mean, there was, there were like these, you know, uh, like you said, I mean, some of these plot structures that you've seen before or even logical um, loopholes. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it because I was just there for the ride. Yeah, well, that goes back to an old conversation with like the Avengers. Like the Avengers was such an enjoyable experience. If you really wanted to pick it apart, yeah. you could, but uh, yeah. you don't really see the need to. You had such a good time. Why bother? Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Why, why, or, or it was so good that I'd forgive it all if there was something there. Pick it apart. <laughs> well, actually speaking, I, 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 had no, I had no issue with how the story was presented. Sure. Yeah. I mean, my only criticism was that it like dragged a little bit in the middle. I would agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. Right, because I'm just sitting here, I'm like, the origin part, they dragged When, when they were around. transforming him, yeah, uh, and they had him in the, in the lab. And yeah, that did drag him. I agree with that. And I didn't feel that while I was watching the movie, but when you guys mentioned it, and I called back, I said, yeah, mm -hmm. I'd agree with that, too. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you're right. In the movie, I didn't think about it. Like, when I left the movie, I was trying to think of my flaws to it. No, I mean, there were these logical holes where, like, you, you know the part is when he's killing these bad guys and he's counting down his, his bullets, right? That's right. He's like, almost out of bullets. I, I got a kick out of that. I love that. But when I think back, I was like, there's all these guns on the ground. Why didn't he just use the other guns? Like, yeah. yeah. Why did he have to use his yeah, own gun? That's his character. But that's his character. And, and it made it so much more fun. It was right. counting down, <laughs> kill three guys, one bullet. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, from a character standpoint, Freeman is probably like, I can do this with the bullets I have left. I'm not even going to consider picking up another right. gun. Right. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Right. And I was also very surprised that the romantic part of it was actually quite poignant. It felt yeah. very, like, 
It felt, I mean, it's cheesy in a good way, but I felt like, yeah, it was very believable to me. Yeah, it fit, it fit nicely. And if you took away all the other trappings, I would almost have thought I was watching, like, a, a, a rom-com. I, seriously, I, I was like, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's like they spent very little time developing that that love story. I felt, I felt and, and they didn't need to. They didn't need to. I, I felt like it was okay that they just kind of like they did that montage scene, and all of a sudden they're in love. Well, Great, that's all I needed. Yeah, yeah. Right, but that's, that's, the, thing, I think that's the, the the strength of how they did it because they did it so lean that yeah. it was so convincing. They didn't have to do a lot to make it so convincing. Okay. Okay. So if you took away all the superhero trappings and yeah. the, the stuff, I almost think I was watching some either romantic drama or romantic comedy that felt very like, ooh, he has cancer and she really cares. Yeah. And he's joking about it, but it's very dire. And I'm like, yeah, this this could be serious. If I didn't know who Deadpool was, yeah. this could have been like a very serious, like, wow, this is heavy stuff. And, and they're really romantic. I mean, for me personally, I'm like, that was a really good, like they really had chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that, that relationship actually was quite strong. Like, you know, there's always jokes when they marketed about this is a romantic comedy too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's it's not just a superhero nutty movie. There's a you know romantic comedy side of things. Well, I tell you what, you know, I, I I did I find it to be a believable relationship, and it wasn't contrived in any way. The one part I, I couldn't really buy though was the fact that after establishing that kind of relationship. You couldn't go back to her with that messed up face. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, if they had told me that his mind was messed up, yes. real insane, uh, maybe. But mm-hmm. the rest of it, I just didn't buy. That's exactly yeah. my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. I, I, it felt it just felt very selfish. Where, uh, I mean, and maybe that is what he is, right? He is very selfish. But I mean, if he really loves her, I mean, he could have gone with her to or to her with a mask. And he, I guess he tried. There were times when he tried, and he yeah. couldn't bring himself to it. But it was years, right? Wasn't it years? It was a year. A year or two at most. Yeah, I don't yeah. buy it. Oh, yeah. I still don't buy it sitting here. I mean, yeah. there's a scene where she pegs him. You guys know what pegging is, right? Yeah. 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 If, if you're going to let her go peg you, yeah. you're not going to let a messed up peg stop you from yeah, right? the person you yeah. love. Because this is a Valentine's <laughs> one, right? Or the Happy Women's Day. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the level of comfort that you have that, I know, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger face isn't going to stop you from going to say hi. And, and, and she gets over his ugly face so quickly. Yeah. At, you know, at the end, I mean, he should have known. If he knew, really knew her that well, he should have known Absolutely. that she would not have been, you know. Or maybe a comment that I wasted a year or something, you know, yeah, or yeah. whatever. But that's not like it's plot driven. You had to do it. Yeah. And I don't think I'm necessarily nitpicking, but I am in terms of like, you know, rom-coms and, and, and relationships in general and movies. Yeah. I, I come out of so many movies saying, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Sure. And I don't buy that about this aspect of that. But that's just classic story writing for movies. Well, it's too classic. It's almost yeah, like... It is pretty classic. I could buy almost every other ridiculous thing in the movie, yeah. except that thing. That shouldn't have been a ridiculous thing. Uh, well, the other ridiculous thing that I felt like was when she fell... You know, that final fight scene at the uh, end when they're on that uh, ship, and, you know, she's inside shield, that, shield that, that tube. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the repurposed shield helicopter carrier. When she's inside that tube, yeah. he pulls her off and falls off, and she lands and survives. Yeah. And she's, but she's completely unprotected inside this. <laughs> <laughs> just laughing wild. Right. You know? right. Uh, I was like, okay, okay fine. So, I thought that, too. I forgive that. Again, I get, yeah. Yeah, those are one of those things that I forgave just because it was yeah. Yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, same with the fact that the, his enemy conveniently was fine, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> they both fell off the ship. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then she survived, he survived, and then his enemy also perfectly survived. Yeah. Clarify yourself about that guy. He has a healing factor? 
Uh, not really no, he's insensitive to pain. Right. So he should have been dead way long time ago because he got ran through, he got all kinds of beating. Uh, he might have had low, I don't know, I don't remember, yeah. don't quote me, but he might have some low-level healing. I he don't just know. seems some amorphous. Was, was he yeah. a real, was yeah, he yeah. from the comics? Yeah. Okay. Uh, shoot, what was his name in the movie? Francis. Remember? When he aligned up the enemies to spell his Ajax. name, that was Ajax. Yes, he is a character. Ajax. He was under Joe Kelly's run, I believe, was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was a funny, you know, all those little Francis comments when he lined up the bodies. Yeah. Spelling. So a lot of great, great jokes in this movie. What were some of your your favorite jokes? I think actually my favorite was the banter between him and his bartender buddy Tim Miller. Uh. Um, T.J. Miller, sorry. Yeah. Right. Uh, because to me, like some of the stuff on Deadpool on his own, I actually felt was a little bit weak. Because compared to the comic book universe, Deadpool does very well on his own in the comic book universe in terms of his non sequitur discussion. And I would agree with the, the best example I would say in the movie is his uh, fight scene where he's counting bullets and mm-hmm. arguing about that. I think himself. Yeah, I think that was the best example. And the rest, I just felt like like the the discussion with the with his his old roommate, the discussion with um, some of the other people in his origin story, and even, you know, a little bit when it was, uh, I forget when, but yeah, I felt like his, his solo dialogue was a little bit weak. And I'm actually a big fan of Ryan Reynolds, and in a lot of his movies, a lot of it is monologues of him saying shit, and that's his comedy style. And I was actually like, I was like, man, you play the character well, but some of your, some of your monologues here are a little bit weak for the character. Mm-hmm. So um, that was actually my issue with it because, and yeah, even started the situation where he's holding up the guy with the pizza. Even at that, like I was just like, mm, I felt like it could have been better. That model could have been better. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there was a, two moments that I, that I really liked. The part where after he got his hand chopped off and he had his little hand, he was talking to his, his <laughs> roommate. He's, I thought that was some really funny stuff. Yeah, those are the one, the one liners right there. That and also um, the whole comment about, and you know, you touched on this Arthur was around why they didn't have any other characters in the X-Men, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's as if the studio couldn't afford rights for any other... <laughs> but notice, yeah. those were both situations where he had a person in... It was a it was a dialogue, not a monologue. True. So you want to see more strength when he was on his own with nobody around him? Yeah, because yeah, that's how he is in the comic books. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. I mean, he yeah. plays off... What, I, admittedly, I haven't read a lot, because there's been so much over the years, but... Yeah, admittedly, he probably plays off other characters better. Um, I liked all the in-jokes of basically <laughs> making fun of the studio. Yeah. You're basically fighting the hand that feeds you, mm-hmm. but, you know what, you can't argue with the success. So he's openly mocking his bosses. You know, well, in- not necessarily his bosses, his past bosses. Let's be real. No, no. Oh, no. The, all the uh, credits in the yeah, very beginning was like, totally. directed by, you know, a douchebag or whatever. Right, you know? he's actually but mocking. That's and so he's actually mocking Fox, like, oh, the student didn't have enough money to pay for more X-Men. You know, he's mocking the company, you know, his, his, his own company that, you know, they didn't give him a lot of money to do it. Yeah, they did. This is a Fox movie? This is a Fox, yeah. movie. A Fox movie. Oh, that was a Marvel movie. This is no! Actually, uh, that's see, why I was going to comment on that, because you're talking about the Disney machine. Yeah. yeah. It had nothing to do with it. This is a Fox movie. Totally a Fox movie. Uh, this is part of the X-Men universe. Yeah. This is an X-Men character. That's why they had Wolverine. That's why I was sort of like, oh, that's right. But I totally missed that. Yeah. Cool. That's uh, why you got to see the X Mansions from X Men. Right, that's that makes sense. Yeah, Disney yeah. marketing. I'm like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, not only that, but but Disney themselves. Uh, there was a comment earlier in this conversation about you know Disney um, and the Disney machine. 
I actually think Disney has done a really good job of staying out of Marvel business, even though they own it yes. at a parent company level, and they had committed to allowing that from when they acquired it. And I was actually surprised to see as the years went on that they were staying true to that. Right. And the other thing about Disney, too, I know it's a little bit off topic, um, is that it's right for them to say we're not going to go into the radar space because, quite frankly, they don't have a character that they've decided to bring the screen within their license that needs a right. rated R. Yeah. True. Uh, movie. The only two that I can even three that I can think of is Punisher, Wolverine, and um, Deadpool, or more mainstream. There's other characters, of course. Right. But ones being considered for movie, those are the only three that should have R-rated movies. Yeah. In my opinion. Maybe Daredevil. Maybe. Not even. I'm not sure. I think you can easily get. Yeah, you can get with PG-13. Yes, true. Daredevil as a character. Is yeah. never really rated R. You can he's an all-ages character, yes. But you can have grit without getting yeah. R and still fall for grit. Yeah, yeah look at Jessica Jones. True. Right. I haven't seen yet. It's very good. good. I've seen it all of it, but it's, it's quite good. Enjoy. Right. But I agree with you, yes. I mean, Daredevil yeah. just came to me like it could, but it yeah. doesn't work there. Um, but yeah, Disney is not in the business of making R movies. And if they are, they'll, they'll have like a separate subsidiary, a separate company to kind yeah. of do those things. I think Disney they like Miramax? But I think Miramax or New Line Cinema is like their their kind of city where they do their own, you know, radar movies. But you know, Pixar, Marvel, Disney, you know, all this stuff, Star Wars, it's all gonna be PG PG thirteen. Yeah. And and that's that's the right approach for them, you know, for the right audience. But yes, it is a Fox movie. Right. So then okay, so then Fox then Fox took a little bit of a bigger risk because there's no way that they needed to actually pull off this project, especially since they're bleeding so much from the X Men remakes and of course Fantastic Four. Well, they did well with X-Men. Huh? They did well with X-Men. With the reboots, sure. Yeah. So they definitely have done really well with X-Men movies, you know, aside from, like, one or two, right? Yeah. But the Fantastic Four was a disaster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why we were saying, like, you know, they, they, I think they just didn't understand, and they're just like, you know what, just go do your movie. You so know? See, that's what made it great, was yeah. that I think Fox admitted that they don't understand. Yeah. And, yeah. and did metal. Our, exactly. I mean... This is almost the exact opposite of Fantastic Four, yeah. where yes. they they instilled they installed a writer for Fantastic Four that didn't care about the source material, right? Mm-hmm. And then the opposite here is <laughs> yeah, true. So this is a Fox movie, and what I like is they're op- he's openly mocking his yeah, his bosses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they obviously had his blessing, of course, of course. But at the same time, I, I find this to be you know we I, I, we kind of made the, well I, I think I made the comment about what was the last review we did? Uh, it was uh, Ant Man. What was before that? Avengers. Avengers. Ultron. Okay. Ultron. Like, I made a comment about Ultron that said it was kind of a a movie made, um, it was cowardly, the approach they took. I think because, I take it back, it was Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars was the last one. Yes, yes. Um, It was cowardly because they didn't take chances. Yeah, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Yeah. And on top of that, they even had China, who banned the movie, which they get tons of revenue right, from right, exactly. out of it, and yet they continue forward, and they didn't kowtow to the big Chinese machine, right. and said, oh, well, we better make some trips. They didn't do any of that. Yeah, they exactly. They I hated the X-Men movies. Yeah. Hated Fantastic Four. <laughs> I didn't so, watch the Fantastic Four, so I watched uh, parts of it, and I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my time. No, to me, this, this, this yeah. as, a, as a consumer, gives me some... Confidence of thought that I lost a long time ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. The last two X-Men movies were quite good. But uh, still not uh, enough to indicate that they're going to change their behavior. No. The first one was good. I, I felt um, uh, it was okay. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, I like both. I, like, I, 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 I thought, thought it was trending down downhill. Too, too. I thought it was trending down. I like first I'm not expecting much from Apocalypse. Wow. I think it looks horrible. Yeah, the trailers are not making it look good. <laughs> it's, I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. I say that about every movie that I don't think I'm going to love. Because I, I like some of the actors in it already. So. Yeah. I said that about this movie, although it was a little higher than Cautious Optimistic. I actually thought it was going to be decent. But, but I mean, regardless, though, the X-Men movies have been doing good for Fox. I mean, uh, I regardless of personal taste, it, they haven't been bombed. They've been very successful overall. They've been profitable. Right, so they've been well profitable, but also with good reviews. It's It's not like... You know, episode one Star Wars, profitable but horrible reviews and horrible quality, sure, right? So sure. it is different. Right? It is different. Regardless sure. of our sure, personal sure. opinion, the two extra movies have been hits. They're they're flat out hits. They're not like Wolverine Origins, like you know, Crash and Burn, yeah. or Amazing Spider-Man Two disaster type oh, movies. They've been really good. Sure. Fantastic Four was an absolute bomb. This one, they redeemed themselves. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Who jury's still out, but you know, again. I, th- I do like the fact that they're able to poke fun at themselves. Yeah, so allow them redemption for Fox. Yeah, totally. Big one. Absolutely. Uh, where do they go next? Who knows? So. Oh, we don't. Well, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, the uh, bonus bit at the end yeah, yeah. pretty much right. indicated as much. Right. Yeah. But where do you think they'll go next then? I mean, story-wise, is it, it going to be more R? And, you know, See, I, that's a good point. Long yeah. diminishing. How much? How much more of a overarching story can they tell? And, and are they, do you think that they will somehow bring this in into connecting to other Marvel properties? Because they have X-Men, they have... Absolutely are, I believe. I, I, I how would that, I, I don't get how that would fit in tone-wise. I've read, I mean, I've read yeah. a couple, actually just last night I was reading Deadpool in Civil War, and I just thought it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, it's such a serious topic, and you see Deadpool just kind of ripping and making jokes. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I think the best way for them to handle it is that they they, they let Deadpool be like a secondary character. Mm. I think right? so. Right? And, yeah. and Cable, and you make Cable and X-Force the dominating theme, where Deadpool just happens to be around, which is how the comic was anyway. But do you think it's, so it's not going to be a, a Deadpool movie? Then? No. Okay. Well, that would be ideal, but knowing Fox, they, they've already greenlit a sequel, right? Sure. So... What's the ongoing story with this guy, right? What else they, can you? They, they can't have Deadpool be a supported character in his own movie. Exactly. Yeah, and so that's that. This is where we get into that that gray area again. Where we go, all right, Fox, let's make sure that you learn your right lesson. Because I think it can go either way, where you make Deadpool the main character of a sequel, or you can start to really flesh out the character and build out his universe, which is what the comic book version did. Right, because Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly took the work from the original creators and really wrote that depth in the character. Right. So now you've got your introductory movie, Fox. Are you going to add depth, or are you going to just be a dead horse? He's almost better doing his own thing with his own characters, and maybe some cameos from the X universe. But the point here is that for the cinematic universe, the Fox cinematic universe, Deadpool has little to no network to play with. And the comic book exactly, universe, right. he did well because he was shoehorned in into established storylines. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of runway. You can't now. have him. He has no runway here on his own. That's why I think there's no runway for a sequel for him to, to stand up on his own, because there's no real interaction for him to really for the audience to really like dig into, which is except for just the X Men, mm-hmm. which is why they're going the cable route because you establish him with the X Force and Cable and maybe set up as a maybe he, he's like co cap you know co. Oh, it's a cop uh, drama, a buddy, yeah, buddy, co- a buddy drama, right? <laughs> Co-principal with Cable in that movie, 
then you can say, okay, now we can shoehorn him into X-Men if it continues to be successful, right. blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't see him playing in more, the Marvel Universe anytime soon. Are you talking about the larger MCU? No, I'm talking about the, the, the Fox, Fox, Fox version. Yeah, you know, I agree with everything you guys said, even though they're they're not exactly the same thing in the sense that he, he's one of those guys where it's kind of like what's happening to the Hulk now. Yeah. Everybody, you know everybody loves him. And you know he can be good as a character, but until you get the right story, yeah. you don't commit to anything. Yeah, I think yeah. the Deadpool two movie, honestly, as I sit here, I don't see exactly where they go with him either no. because he's so off kilter. Yeah. And right. I think what they do is still Russian play. Yeah, they they use him to bridge to to launch X Force and connect it back to the growing mutant universe that follows. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I use him. And then you always say. We'll let Deadpool have something bigger, but the story must be right because you can't yes. destroy the the momentum you yeah. have, even if even if the movie doesn't come for another five seven years, right? By making a really bad Deadpool, yeah, to keep the rights. Absolutely. But then they they are under pressure to, to they do, and that's that's a clock that that business ticks away. Right. But if you talk about you know um, the sort of legacy of what Deadpool has done. Cinematically, that's how it should be looked at. Oh, I agree. Because there's some characters that are just better, more supporting. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what the Hulk is a great is a great example. It's like it's very hard. I I like the last Hulk movie, mm-hmm. the Edward Norton one. But it's he's a hard character to always enjoy. Because adventure. Well, because once he's the Hulk, it's hard to convey any other emotion other than rage. Well, the Hulk has always been. At least personally, a one-note character. Exactly. Yeah, very yeah. One, and it, it, it has only taken very skillful writers in the past Marvel, you know, many decades. Mm-hmm. I can pick out only a couple of very skillful writers have been able to, you know, have a lot more runway with the character on stories. But overall, it's like you can't focus too much on the Hulk smash because it gets boring. Yeah. But then when you focus too much on the man struggling with Hulk, then folks are bored. Like, okay, well, what is he gonna Hulk out, right? Yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, which one is it? So he's. He's always better when he's interacting with other characters. Agreed, and I think so. Deadpool's kind of like that too. Until yeah. until they, they write a script that they can give to the powers that be, and, and people just like, oh yeah, right. They they shouldn't do it, and they should reject very readily. Yeah, yeah, true. And now if the original guys are writing it and they have a good story, okay, good on them. Yeah. But I don't know. They they've already greenlit a sequel, but who knows if they're going to come back to yeah. to we do don't. a second? And I don't think anybody should take a look at this movie and, and say Deadpool two is. Guaranteed to be great. That's never no, no. Yeah. So these are the, and this is the cynic in me where the wrong lessons will be learned by Fox. Like, oh, it's rated R. It's dark. Possible. We gotta, we gotta push out something really quick. Yeah. And maybe they'll get our other characters and say, hey, can we, we, can we R them too? Yeah. And we gotta push that out also. Strike while it's hot. Well, even with Ronald here, and you know, you said a word that scared me. You know, what do they do the next? Do they do more? I think one of the biggest uh, mistakes of, of any successful potential franchise is when they thought they should do more. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just a matter of carrying momentum. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't think that they can do a Deadpool too. I don't think I don't like you said, right? I don't think Deadpool can headline too many of his own movies. No. I don't think there can be a Deadpool franchise. No. Yeah, it's kinda hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But but he's a, he's an office draw. I mean if you use him as a secondary character, you know he's either gonna cameo or have a part. And it's kinda like um true. See, in a way it kinda happened with Jack Sparrow, right? So Jack Sparrow, oh, yeah. I, I know it, it sounds a lot of when I say it, but I he was a secondary mean. character who got catapulted to the limelight and yeah. he started making movies off of him. I see. I but see. the truth yeah. was, he would have been better being the secondary character he was supposed to be in the first movie when he got famous. Because mm-hmm. he, as the front line 
mm-hmm. is not as good as when he's a supporting character. Playing off of others. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's what they should they should consider that yeah. when they're saying, what do we do with Deadpool next? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because people get excited. Like, when you take him in the comic universe, he's bringing up, people love seeing what a person like that does to that existing franchise. Just kind of ruffles up, just for that moment. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. want it to transform the feel of that no. experience. They, they just, just like the, exactly. the interaction. Exactly. Right. So I, I feel like that's where he should mm-hmm. be, and they should really think hard about that. But if they're presented with a really good opportunity, a really great Deadpool story, go for it. But be sure. Yeah. Be sure. I agree with that. So why don't we, uh, do we have any other comments or thoughts about Deadpool or the movie or in general or, or um, you know, the, the hype, which obviously was met. <laughs> and, <laughs> more, and I'm honestly surprised. 500 million and counting? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, records more, breaking? Yeah, records breaking. Yeah. You know, February time slot in the year, which is usually like movie wasteland, right? Yeah. At this part of the year, um, how long, how many, how much legs this movie has? Um, any thoughts or comments about? It? I just as a wrap up, I hope it's a one and done type deal. I hope Fox just takes this as a victory and just kind of owns it as a okay, we we finally did right once, mm-hmm. and then just doesn't beat the dead horse. That's what I want to see. Yep. So my my thoughts are, you know, I was. Pleasantly surprised. I was really excited going in, and I wasn't even sort of nervous about how it was going to be. I just tried taking it as it was. It was awesome to go see it with you know, mm-hmm. some folks here, which was, was fun. pretty neat. And I didn't think, Arthur, you wanted to go in and see me hate on something live. Both <laughs> <laughs> you guys. But it didn't quite happen, and, and I'm really actually glad that it didn't. Um, I, I do think that it's they recognize what they've got with this, and they they don't implement the movie machine and you, know, you get greedy. Mm, you, yeah. get, you see the success and then you let it sort of corrupt and ruin you. I hope that doesn't happen with this character. Even if they never make another standalone Deadpool movie. If they decide that Deadpool 2 actually is X-Force 1, yep. I'm also okay with that. Sure. It, it should be. Yeah, it Force should one. be. Right. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's, that's where they should go and, and they should... Or Cable and Deadpool. Make it a buddy movie. <laughs> Whatever, right? Absolutely. Yeah, something like that, right? Actually, Cable and Deadpool would be great for Exactly. Um, but, you know, respect... And, and um, retain the, the sort of legacy of your win and don't mm-hmm. corrupt it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hope that's what that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I hope Fox and Warner Brothers learns. Yeah. Warner Brothers, oh, my gosh. Let's see if they learn with Batman Superman. <laughs> Again, I know we're off topic, but mm-hmm. Mavs still sucked. <laughs> I think, okay, the only thing I'll say about the new movie is, is Ronald said the best where he said, at the very least, this movie's too big for me to ignore. I have to at least watch it because you have the three major icons on screen. I cannot ignore that. Mm. So I, I have to agree that. I have to see this, you know, on the screen. Regardless of the quality of the movie, I do think it, the one thing that will happen is Wonder Woman will be awesome. I have a feeling that she's going to be, like, one of the amazing things of this movie regardless of the quality. But anyway, I'm hoping that Warner Brothers doesn't look at this and say, ooh, look what Fox has done. We're going to do this for the DC universe, too. And it's like, you know, I like Gal Gadot, but I, I don't know how she's going to carry yet. I like the look, but even with the one scene I saw with her as Diana Prince, I wasn't convinced that she's going to fully pull it off. Huh. Actually, like, I actually got more confident, but anyway. Did you? I mean, I like the last trailer of Best right. Level 3, but yeah. I, I'm not convinced yet. Okay. And, um, but yeah, I... I, I 
am not looking forward to seeing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I'm not going to see wow. it is because I know we're going to podcast it. All right. Oh, all right. Man. All right. Unless the reviews are crazy, blown up like it's amazing, I would have avoided it all. I, I, I'm so excited just to hear Dodd's exactly. review, actually, in the next podcast <laughs> of this. I'm stoked for that. Right. I've already bought tickets. I'm going to watch with a friend. Dude, I... Because if I wasn't watching a friend, I would ask you guys to say, let's all watch it together on a Friday afternoon again. And, just go watch and I would have went just to go to see with you guys, but I would have avoided it if it wasn't for podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, well watch out, Nick. Stop for Batman Superman will be me for Civil War. Oh, oh wow. That's big, because I think Civil I'm, War will be amazing. I think Civil War will be amazing. I'm the staunchest hater for it. Oh, man. I think Civil War will be amazing, actually. I almost don't see how you can, even if you read the original material. It'll be leaked way better than the original material. We'll see. All right. I mean, yeah. We'll see. That, that, that surprises me to no end. We'll see. Even you being you. <laughs> no. they're, they're, honestly, I'll be shocked and crazy disappointed if it turns out to be bad. Because oh, of course. I, there was no Marvel movie coming that I thought looked this good going into it. What? Yeah. So what? My opinion. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I agree. Same here. Now, now it's like, wow, they're on. The Russo no brothers are on. No single movie. That feels good. That's the latest trailer that I saw. Winter Soldier, for me, this has been very exciting. To me, this looks like it, it's going to kill Winter Soldier. I, the latest trailer that, that hey, I saw. I was saw. underwhelmed by Winter Soldier. Oh, my God. I like Winter Soldier. You, a lot. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just rewatched it, too. I was I underwhelmed love, by Winter Soldier, I too. I love Winter Even Soldier. Even sitting here after the fact, no. I was overwhelmed Wait, by Winter Because your expectations were so high? No. No. I actually didn't have a lot of expectations. Okay. Yeah. All right. Winter right. Soldier. One of my favorites. I, I, I really enjoyed it. But sorry, you were saying. I was going to say, the latest trailer that I saw for Civil War, that yeah. was, uh, they showed it before... Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. It was different from the one that I saw Very different. Yeah, it was. Very different. It was an amazing trailer. I, I felt like so it was. Too. It was. I, I feel like it was one of the best Marvel trailers I've ever seen. Yep. So oh, it laid, <laughs> laid this story on it so well. Right. Really and it's not even Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man was exactly. icing up. Exactly. Like, when you say icing on a cake, people just kind of throw that out. Oh, right. Spider-Man was in it. I, this really was. You have you not seen it? No. Crazy A, man. Don't even. Yeah. I completely agree. If it didn't yeah. show Spider-Man, exactly. I would have gone. Thank you. I would have gone. Exactly. The way, because the first trailer focused on, and I know we're off top of here, but the, the first trailer focused on sort of like the brother relationship. Yeah, but sure. this one focused more on the story, and you're able to tell that story yes. really nice through the trailer. Like, wow, these guys really know what they're doing. Yes, they really and they showcase, you know, all the characters and really some great comic homage moments. I'm like, freaking A, they did that from Avengers. They they. Black Panther looks amazing, and the icing on the cake. And it was so smart. Like, right. as, as amazing as it looked, it didn't feel like fan service. Right, exactly. It felt like they were really trying to sell the story right. and the drivers behind the plot, which I thought was great because they're treating me like an intelligent person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hmm. Sounds like I should probably watch the trailer. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are but you it doesn't at? spoil the movie. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. They've cut it so much I don't that so. I, don't, I don't get a sense of where this is going, to be honest. This is for you, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't honestly don't feel like I'm a I, converter almost. I only watch movies if it's like I only watch trailers if it's convenient, which is basically if I see it when I'm watching a movie, then I see it. Otherwise, I don't. Okay. Uh, I mean, I understand the spoiling, but I don't get a sense of at all the the structure, the pacing yeah. of this. I don't either, and, and I don't really feel like any of the past Marvel movie trailers really spoiled it for me either. Just so. don't you know? Don't freeze frames. Don't think about it too no, hard. Right, yeah, right, I never right. do that. Yeah, I never yeah, do that. Yeah. Well, I will disagree with you there. Like. 
movies like Ultron and Ant-Man started to show way too much. Yes. And I'll I take stopped. that back. And I stopped, yeah. and I stopped yeah. looking at TV spots after the, the last trade. I'm like, okay, there, there's no more. Yeah. I'm there's say so right. many for Ultron. It was disgusting. Right. And same thing with Ant-Man. I, like, I had to stop watching TV clips because it's like, this yeah. is getting ridiculous. Yeah. For me, Ant-Man didn't matter because I felt like Ant-Man was such a vanilla story that followed the same kind of plot lines that everything did that it, it basically was delivered that way. And it was no disappointment only because that's what I expected. Yep, yep, yep. So... Yep. But Ultron, I think I do agree with you. Yeah. It gave away, like, Overdone. I didn't need to see all the Ultrons running out knowing that battle was coming. Yep. Stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we're way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, final, wrap it up. Final, wrap it up. Who, who final, did you give a final uh, comment? Uh, well, final score. Final score out of 10. All right, we got it. We, we always got to do this. Oh. I would say final score out of 10. Oh, no, the thing came off. Sorry. <sighs> I had... The, this is this is this is kind of hard because I, I can't judge it in the normal yeah. Marvel uh, uh, MCU universe kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Standing alone, I would say I'd give it an an eight out of eight out of ten wow. <laughs> for what it is. For what it is. Okay. You know, it's like nobody's given the uh, number yet. Yeah. And and I'm thinking to myself, I don't even want to give it a number. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard. I, I don't really? even want to. Like, no. Uh, I, I it's easy for me. If you force me into a number, damn. I have to say, relative to everything else I've I've done, just for like sheer enjoyment, I'd probably give it like an eight point two. Wow, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's high for you. It is high for me. <laughs> it is high for me, and, and like I said, same as other movies. If I enjoyed it enough, I don't want to pick at it. If force me, I can. Right. But if I just say I enjoyed it and give an eight point two, I can yep. settle at that. But really, up to the very second, I didn't even consider a number for it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I thought of it right away, actually. Okay. Do you remember it? Yeah, because I knew, like, walking in, like, what I'd get, and I got more or less what I got, and I'm like, okay. All right, what is it? I'd say seven. Seven. And, seven not, and that's not a bad... Funny thing is that's low for you. Kind of. But yeah, I, I agree. But probably because the, the movie was exactly what I expected. It was short. It dragged in the uh, middle. So uh, probably that tweaked a little bit. But, um, you know, I probably seven because I wanted more, but I know that given the circumstances, it's, it's fine the way it is. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. Maybe 7.5. Okay, if I raise uh -huh. a little bit. Uh -huh. but, um, wanted more, just really quickly. A little bit, yeah. Just like wanted more. Jokes wanted more. Deadpool wanted more. Yeah, a little you more. Deadpool yeah, it's more. It. I, I felt like, and I understand that it had to be economical, so it just felt like, oh, we're at the end already. Hmm. So, but short. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Like, there could have been more stuff going on. Like, he could have did mm -hmm. some more things. But instead, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, he, he tried to find the girl, couldn't, and then now they're at the ending scene again. I'm like, whoa, already? I was hoping for more stuff that he was going to do in the middle. You want more flesh. Yeah. And not the origin part, which I think dragged too much, but I wanted right. him to do more stuff. So almost as they reformatted, kind of Maybe more and more build up to get okay, to the right. conclusion, maybe. Okay. To like sure. find, you know, maybe kill some more fools or something right. like that, whatever. Sure. I, I kind of went just a tiny bit more. Okay. But it's not bad score for me by any means. Okay. I just think 7.5. Okay. I'll go there. 7.5. Kai. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go with the 7 just to say that. Um, you know, I I thought that um, Ryan was you know a perfect character, yeah. perfect actor for the role, absolutely. But my issue here was that the plot was not only did it drag on a little bit, it was a little shallow. And granted, a lot of Deadpool stories aren't very in depth, but he touches a lot of pieces, whether it's people or it's plot pieces. And in this one, it was just it was just super shallow. You know, it was yeah. just I have cancer. I, I solved it by immediately going to this shady ass person. <laughs> he fucked up my face. I'm upset now. And I want to kill him. And I want to kill him. But to me, that's 
that's exactly just what I expected yeah. from it. You know? Right, exactly. And so part of me was just like, I kind of wish better because the way that Deadpool's been written, and he's, the material that I read, he's always got he's always got a little bit under his sleeve. Mm. He's always got a little bit more depth in his motivation, his desires, or the eventual outcome of what happens. Whether he's working with Nick Fury, whether he's working for himself, or he's working with other people, there's always a subtle, selfish Deadpool angle that isn't always immediately obvious. And in this one, it was obvious through and through. And I was just like, yeah, that's okay. Hmm. All right. Interesting. My only exposure to Deadpool, literally the first uh, issue that he was in of... Wow. I, after that, the only time I've ever seen Deadpool after that was maybe in the newer Spider-Man mm-hmm. cartoons. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say this, and, and it just dawned on me that if I overthink this, I may like the movie less only because mm-hmm. he's lacking in insanity. Sure. That right. I agree with that, too. makes the character popular today. Like sanity or even vulnerability. I mean, like, you, you, you don't feel... But it's not about vulnerability with it. Deadpool, because in, in, to be honest, in the in the comic books, you never feel vulnerable either, because his healing factor is what keeps him alive. For me, it's the insanity, but you can only really demonstrate insanity against a sane background. That's why, you which is why he's so strong right. with interaction. Exactly. But because the movie was so shallow, whether it's because of funding or who knows what, mm-hmm. you could only tell so much of a story with such a dynamic character as Deadpool. And arguably, I'd rather them go conservative. And try to put everything on the screen. Maybe, but like we said earlier, this is a situation where Fox, you've got a good start. Please don't dead horse him. Where later on, when you have that aha opportunity to say, "Look, now that our X Men universe is so better established, now we can inject Deadpool with much more value than if we had forced a sequel and yep. and made it try to shoehorn it to happen." At the same time, these lack of character elements some degree, I feel like, are areas that they could grow on the character yeah. cinematically, right. even if they don't give him his own movie. Sure. Kind of like they did in the comic where he gained his second voice yeah. and lost it, things like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think um, there is a key personality trait that he's missing, which is the insanity. Mm-hmm. Maybe they save it for later. Yeah. But it's fine, right? The, the way that they started it was fine. I yeah. absolutely was okay with it. It's just, it's just you know, it was just what it is. It was, also, it was almost Ant-Man-like. Where it's just, it's like, it's like solid, but then you're just like, because part of me, how I judge the movie sometimes is, would I watch it again? Mm-hmm. And would I recommend it to someone? And on both of those fronts, I'm a little weak. I am strong on both of those. Um, I would watch it again. I don't know how much I'll enjoy it again. That's hard to say. I think it'll still be fun. Would I recommend it to other people? Absolutely. I would agree with that. I think it's a great time. I think I would recommend it more to other people than I would watch it myself. Right. Rewatch it myself. I would say so too. I think. I would I'm agree saying. with that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, go get some popcorn. Sit down. Yeah. Or just go get your it. honey. Watch it. Yeah. Just and if you only watch it ever once in your life, it's worth the time. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. Totally think so. Because it's a totally different experience. Yep. So, cool beans. All right. I think that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much, guys. I'll try to record and send out the uh, or not record. Uh, Send out the recording later. Thanks again. We will see everybody at the next podcast. We know what you imagine. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Right. You guys know what to do. Nick. All right. Go see on. you guys. You cast out. Right on. Good stuff, guys. I'm going to run back to 13, guys, because I think the lesson's strong.